For all you elk hunters out there, chasing turkeys is basically the same thing. I know the reaction you just gave me, but don't knock it till you try it and don't try it without OnX. The Hunt app will not only help you find new areas on public ground, but I use it to find out landowner info to get permission on private ground that I see birds on as well. OnX Hunt has a special offer for you. Use code CAL to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com hunt and find more birds this spring. Hey, I just sat down with the owners and operators of Maui Nui Venison. They're on a mission to balance access deer populations on Maui while giving back to the community and run a totally sustainable operation. For folks like me who want to get your own meat but aren't always successful, you can become a snack subscriber, get some access deer sticks sent right to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I venison.com and use promo code cal for 20 percent off your first order i'm sure a lot of you guys remember the old ceremonial hunting tradition of eating the heart out of the first animal you kill meat from those organs are among the most nutrient rich foods on the planet you can get those same benefits your ancestors craved via convenient daily capsules from Heart and Soil. Find out more at heartandsoil.co. And remember, use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase. From Meat Eater's World News Headquarters in Bozeman, Montana, this is Cal's Week in Review with Ryan Cal Callahan. Now, here's Cal. An Oklahoma man was recently stopped for expired vehicle tags. During the routine stop, officers discovered that the vehicle had been reported stolen, contained a live rattlesnake, a felon in possession of a firearm, and an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe, which is a real common blended whiskey. And last, but certainly not least, a canister of uranium. The live timber rattlesnake would have been illegal But the driver, who, again, was in possession of the improperly licensed and stolen vehicle, who was operating said vehicle with a suspended license, had an open liquor bottle, and a felon in possession of a firearm riding shotgun, did, in fact, have a valid lifetime hunting and fishing license, which apparently covers transport of live wildlife in Oklahoma. Just to stop and clarify things briefly, I tracked down a representative of the state of Oklahoma Department of Fish and Wildlife on this last fact. If you have a hunting license and it is within the established rattlesnake season, you can possess live or dead rattlesnakes for consumption or even sale in the state of Oklahoma. Additionally, I learned from my phone call that due to three good seasons of rain, the bullfrog population is big and healthy, and it's gigging season. So if you're so inclined, go get some bullfrogs in Oklahoma. Now, back to the incident in question. The arresting officer said, quote, The uranium was the real wild card here. This entire scenario is funny enough on its own, but allow me to continue. Think on this. U.S. uranium isn't open to just anyone on the market, but it trades for only $45 a pound, or $2.81 an ounce. Kentucky Deluxe Bourbon Whiskey will set you back about $13 per 1.75 liter bottle, or $0.22 per ounce. A lifetime hunting and fishing license in the state of Oklahoma, $775. 
That's called priorities, people. Shame on you for breaking the law, but thanks for supporting conservation. This week, we've got why you shouldn't meth with gators, joy rides, more rabid cats, and so much more. But first, I'm going to tell you about my week. I went out and hit the river again, ran into some folks at the river access who thought that a fisherman should cater to the fish. As in, you throw what the fish really want to eat, which sounds, you know, very logical. I, on the other hand, often take the other approach of telling the fish what I think they should eat. After all, it's my time off. One of these fellows laughed and said, yeah, a trout's never been to the moon, why should it tell us what to do? Just another anecdote for you folks, courtesy of Cal's Week in Review. Needless to say, it was a beautiful float with very few fish in the boat. Next, I'm going to knock out a listener email you may or may not find interesting. Since I keep talking about cats, a longtime listener to the Meat Eater Network wrote in. This guy explained that he had come to a live Meat Eater event in Sacramento, California, where he actually won, in pre-show trivia, a stone glacier backpack and a Benchmade knife. Which sounds great, however, at the time of the live podcast, this guy was fighting what he thought was lymphoma. But after further blood detective work by an infectious disease doctor, it turns out our listener actually had Bartonella hensilae, or cat scratch fever, which led to a lot of ribbing by his buddies about that old cat scratch fever song and a bacterial infection in his heart. He came in contact with Bartonella hensilae via the rescue of a feral kitten, which was covered in fleas. Real bummer, but what I find interesting, in a coincidental sort of way, is that this cat scratch fever victim won his backpack and knife at the show by answering correctly the trivia question, name six cats native to North America. You know, a cat question. Strange world out there, kittens. The answer to that question is jaguar, jaguarundi, bobcat, Canada lynx, ocelot, and mountain lion. If you were looking for a quick tidbit to impress your friends, you can stop now. But I wouldn't because we're just warming up. A lot of people think that getting life insurance means you're insuring yourself for yourself, but it's actually the exact opposite. It's insuring yourself for your family. So if something happens to me and I'm not around anymore, I can have more peace of mind that my family can have some financial support. And that's where Fabric by Gerber Life comes in. More than once in my life, my journey, people have described me as an independent person. And that's how I want to stay even when I'm dead. That's how I want to be remembered. That's why I have life insurance. Fabric by Gerber Life is term life insurance you can get done right here, right now. You could be covered from your couch in under 10 minutes with no health exam required. If you've got kids, and especially if you're young and healthy, the time to lock in low rates is now. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meatfabric.com slash cal. That's meatfabric.com slash cal. M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash cal. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Now, a lot of you guys are familiar with the old hunting tradition of eating, you know, some organ, the heart or a chunk of liver off the first animal you kill. I had that when I was a little kid and it was a big deal. Organ meats were always prized by frontier people who knew the importance of getting a lot of different minerals and nutrients. And as often is the case, those guys were on to something. 
because organs are among the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet. And you can get the same benefits your ancestors craved via convenient daily capsules from Heart and Soil made exclusively from regeneratively raised, grass-fed, and finished cattle. Heart and Soil's unique freeze-drying process means all those important nutrients are trapped in ensuring you experience every one of the benefits of nature's superfood in a clean, convenient, taste-free capsule. Find out more at heartandsoil.co and make sure to use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase. That's heartandsoil.co. Use the code MEATEATER. We've all seen plenty of gadgets and fads come and go, but here's one product that stood the test of time. Seafoam motor treatment. Lots of hunters and anglers know that seafoam helps engines run better and last longer. It's really simple. When you pour it in your gas tank, seafoam cleans harmful fuel deposits that cause engine problems. I'm talking common stuff like hard starts, rough engine performance, or lost fuel economy. Seafoam is an easy way to prevent or overcome these problems. Just pour a can in your gas tank and let it clean your fuel system. You probably know someone who has used a can of seafoam to get their truck or boat going again. I guarantee you've listened to them because I use it you know, regularly. People everywhere rely on seafoam to keep their trucks, boats, and small engines running the way they should the entire season. Help your engine run better and last longer. Pick up a can of seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit seafoamworks.com to learn more. Now we're going to dig into some quick hitters. Then I'm going to talk about this thing called the Recovering America's Wildlife Act for a bit. Specifically, why you should get off your hind ends and call your congressional representatives in support. Anyway, jumping over to Venango County, Pennsylvania, and back to cats with rabies. Out on Frozen Toe Road, a man was attempting to rescue what he thought was a trapped domestic cat from under his deck. In order to get that yowling critter freed, the man began removing decking boards. When, to his surprise, the trapped animal leapt onto his chest and in doing so revealed itself as not a domestic cat in a jam, but a bobcat with a face full of porcupine quills and wicked pissed. (laughs) According to the responding game warden, the attempted freeing of the trapped bobcat resulted in scratches to the upper torso and bites from the shoulder down to the elbow, and the cat's voluntary return to its spot under the deck. The responding warden was not left with any other option than to kill the bobcat. Upon testing the cat, it was confirmed that the bobcat was in fact rabid and the homeowner was off to the hospital for treatment. Early response to rabies is key and treatment before symptoms appear are almost always successful in preventing the typically fatal disease. Cat attacks, rabies, porcupines, and game wardens make me compelled to say something like, you know, good luck out there on Frozen Toe Road. Speaking of luck, in this case, bad. A 21-year-old British Columbia man died recently from rabies. The young man was outside recreating on Vancouver Island when a bat flying during the day randomly bumped into his hand. The incident apparently didn't seem like an incident at all. Nine species of bats live on Vancouver Island, most of which are very small and have very small teeth. There were no noticeable cuts on the man's hand. Contact with the bat occurred mid-May, and rabies symptoms did not start showing until six weeks later. Rabies symptoms can be exhibited in many ways. Weakness, increase in saliva, and aversion to water, pain, and nerve pain. 
The symptoms fall into two classes of rabies, dumb rabies and furious rabies. Dumb rabies is characterized by a general loss of coordination and paralysis. Coma and death can result within 10 days of the first sign of symptoms. The other form of rabies is known as furious rabies. The infected may show signs of aggression, lack of fear, excitability, and abnormal behavior. The lesson to learn here is, if you come into contact with an animal that is exhibiting strange behavior, such as a bat flying during daylight hours, get yourself in for rabies shots. The bite that you sustained may not look like it will kill you, but the virus and the saliva eventually will. Moving on to our Australia desk. A group of kids, three boys and a girl, ranging from 10 to 14, stole a parent's SUV, loaded it with fishing gear, left a note, and took off for adventure. A gas station employee spotted the group as they refueled, then took off without paying. Aside from the gas-and-go technique, the fact that the driver was noticeably short caught the man's attention. Minimum driving age in Queensland is 17, and according to the gas station attendant, the driver was shorter than the vehicle's window. The fishing trip started in Gracemere, Queensland, and ended in Grafton, New South Wales, a distance of about 582 miles. When the authorities caught up to the kids, they apparently refused to step out of the vehicle, forcing the cops to break a window in order to apprehend the kids. No word on how the fishing was, or why in the hell these kids' folks can't spare the time to take them. They've obviously got a bit of the fishing bug. Alright, time to get focused for the big ask. The Cal's Weekend Review Call to Action, or CTA as we call it in the biz. Get your phones, keyboards, writing instruments, envelopes, and stamps at the ready. Right now, we have a chance to help out America's wildlife by making sure that our congressional representatives know that we truly value America's wildlife. How do we do that? In the short term, we do this by telling our duly elected to vote in favor of the Recovering America's Wildlife Act. The Recovering America's Wildlife Act will provide funding for critical habitat, wildlife, and science-based conservation plans. In America, right now, we have 12,000 animal and plant species of concern identified by individual state action plans in need of assistance. The Recovering America's Wildlife Act will provide roughly $1.4 billion in dedicated funding annually to the Wildlife Conservation Restoration Program. The Wildlife Conservation Restoration Program provides funds in the form of grants to state fish and wildlife agencies to restore, conserve, manage, and enhance wild birds, mammals, and habitat. Think of this as pumping extra cash into the Wildlife Habitat and Access piggy bank. Timing is critical, and all you have to do is call, write, and email your damn congressman or woman. How critical is critical? One-third of our bird species, 40% of freshwater fish species, 42% of amphibian species, 33% of reptile species, 17% of butterflies, one-quarter of bumblebees, 31% of bat species, and a shitload of our freshwater mussels in North America need immediate help. This crisis is so real, the Recovering America's Wildlife Act is bipartisan. As in, folks representing all sorts of competing interests are coming together and saying a collective holy crap. America's wildlife needs our immediate help. Wildlife like the swift fox, sage grouse, Ozark cavefish, eastern hellbender salamanders, ornate box turtles, frosted elfin butterflies, yellow banded bumblebees, or bombus terracola. 
Hard to pass up a great scientific name. Hawaiian hoary bats and snuffbox mussels need help now. North American freshwater mussels, by the way, are 70% endangered or extinct already. Freshwater mussels are the most endangered animal group in the world. In addition to cleaning our waters and being a high-protein food source for lots of animals, like otters, muskrats, and raccoons, they also have really fantastic names, like Orangefoot Pimpleback, Purple Bean, Higgins Eye Pearly Mussel, Pink Mucket, and the aforementioned Snuffbox. I bring up that last point because it's probably harder to ignore to death something with a great-sounding name. Current levels of funding are less than 5% of what is needed to help these species out. The passing of the Recovering America's Wildlife Act, or H.R. 3742, will provide much-needed help. $1.4 billion annually in dedicated funding, $97.5 million annually to fund conservation on more than 140 million acres of tribal land. The best part is 90% of this funding will go to proactive measures that will keep these critters off of the endangered species list by following through with congressionally mandated state wildlife action plans. The states, the boots on the ground, will be able to use federal funds to protect, preserve, restore, and generally get healthy the wildlife they already manage. This is an incredible opportunity for all of us who like clean air and water. Folks who spend tons of time outside and folks who don't. Get proactive, get off your butts, and make sure your congressional representatives know that you, the constituent, the voter, and the taxpayer, demand the passing of H.R. 3742, known as the Recovering America's Wildlife Act. If you don't know your congressional representative, go to www.house.gov, type in your zip code, and find out. Be a part of the process. This is your job, your end of the bargain. If you can't be hassled, you can't bitch. I promise you, if we let these animals die, the digital replacements of these critters will not be nearly as fulfilling to watch or listen to. They won't filter our water or help clean the air we breathe, and they most certainly will not be anywhere near as tasty. Moving on to the fisheries desk. Fish fraud has been around forever, I imagine. Fish fraud is typically when a low-priced fish is substituted for a high-dollar fish, with the consumer obviously paying the high-dollar amount. Back in 2013, Oceana, a nonprofit group that focuses on oceans and fisheries, released a seafood fraud study that included 1,215 samples of fish from 674 retail outlets in 21 states. That study found, through DNA testing, that 33% of the 1,200-plus samples were mislabeled. In 2015, a similar consumer study found that 38% of the iconic Maryland blue crab cakes in the Chesapeake Bay were not, in fact, all Maryland blue crab. <coughs> Big salmon fan are ya? I don't doubt it, but you may not know what salmon you actually like the most. Oceana found 48% of salmon sampled were misrepresented in the same study in 2015. Now, to bring us up to current, the most recent study released this year shows that seafood fraud is still prevalent. Sea bass is a common example of this type of fish fraud. In this most recent study, sea bass was mislabeled 55% of the time, often being substituted for tilapia. That's a $12 a pound fish being substituted for a dollar a pound fish. 
that's just the base example of fish fraud. You can imagine thinking, if the customer loves the cheap fish at a high price, what's the harm? Outside of the ding to your pocketbooks, the harm in fish fraud can come when a responsible shopper attempts to purchase a fish species that is currently sustainable, but unknowingly ends up with a fish that isn't doing well on the population level at all. A good example of this type of fish fraud would be East Coast halibut versus West Coast halibut. These fish are damn near indistinguishable in look and taste, but the eastern halibut is in trouble and well below sustainable levels. The third type of fish fraud is masking a potential health risk. If you're a big-time fish eater, it's better to consume faster-growing and smaller fish that collect less mercury in their systems. The health risk lies if you're looking for a small, short-lived fish with less mercury and given long-lived fish that potentially have a lot more mercury in their systems. If you're just the occasional fish eater, this isn't much of a concern, but regardless, it's nice to get what you pay for. So... Beware at the fish counter or the restaurant and go ahead and buy a fishing license. If you use the license and actually go fishing, you'll know exactly what you're eating. If not, at least the cash you're spending is going to the resource. And last but not least, don't meth with gators. Law enforcement in Loretto, Tennessee issued a statement warning residents to not flush drugs down the toilet. They issued this statement not because it would likely be helpful during a search and seizure type scenario, but because the drugs could potentially create, quote, meth gators and hyped up ducks. <laughs> the warning came after Loretto police arrested a man while he attempted to flush methamphetamine down the toilet. This week's drugs in the water warning from just one guy flushing meth down the toilet, followed by last week's spill of 45,000 barrels of Jim Beam bourbon in Tennessee waters, certainly lets you know what the police in bourbon country take more seriously. That's all I got for you this week, and as a special treat, I'm not going to tell you to be sure and subscribe. I will absolutely not tell you to rate the podcast by hitting that furthest right-hand star. And I will not tell you to tell me where I got things wrong or how I'm doing by writing in at A-S-K-C-A-L, askcal at themeateater.com. Instead, I'm just going to ask you to go and buy my special edition t-shirt, the infamous Smell Me Now Lady T. Go to themeateater.com, pick up a good-looking shirt that also happens to be possibly the greatest conversation starter t-shirt on the planet that tells folks you are hip on all things conservation and you listen to Cal's Week in Review. Thanks, and talk to you next week. I'm sure a lot of you guys remember the old ceremonial hunting tradition of eating the heart out of the first animal you kill. Meat from those organs are among the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet. You can get those same benefits your ancestors craved via convenient daily capsules from Heart and Soil. Find out more at heartandsoil.co. And remember, use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase. Outdoor adventure won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel gum and varnish buildup. 
Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and anglers rely on Seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should the entire season. Pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more. That's SeafoamWorks.com to learn more.